Imagine being able to travel to any point in time. Where would you go? And what would you do? You could witness some of the greatest moments in history. That's gotta be Kane! Break it down! Welcome to another, 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 another episode, and another uh, season six, episode eight, and Nocho. We haven't uh, we haven't left Texas yet. We are in Waco, Texas, Deep in the heart of Texas arena, and um, no Shawn Michaels, no DX. Well, I wouldn't say no. Okay, um, no Stone Cold. They're not there. No Stone Cold. You're right. There is no Stone No Undertaker. Hey, dude, Undertaker's dead. Can't kill him. I know. So no Undertaker. Yeah. Well, I mean, why bring it up now? It's been six weeks. Okay. Uh, no Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> no Bruno San Martino. Yeah. <laughs> no Logan Paul. Yeah. Why are we even watching? Why are we watching? So the Raws will get good. We know the next one has got to be good. Well, we got to promise. From a pretty reliable source, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So uh, I do think that it's going to be good. I do think it's going to get good here. Okay. But um, there are some good moments in here. As there always stuff are. Stuff that and does surprise me. Um, that will at least give us a little bit of momentum into um, the upcoming pay-per-view of WrestleMania. Okay. Okay. Excited yeah. for those moments. Yeah. And more. Yeah. So we have the rivalry. Of the Legion of Doom and the New Age Outlaws. Title match. This is a title match. We got three title matches this Raw, and it wasn't a good Raw. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We had two last episode. We had yeah. three this episode. And it was an okay Raw. Wow. Yeah. That uh, prep conversation really saved that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it saved it, but... Uh, we, uh, it saved a lot of people. We had a spot where you can clip. A little bit of clickbait to get yeah, you to watch oh yeah, that. Oh one. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So Legion of Doom and the New Age Outlaws. This match was actually short, but pretty uh, pretty impactful. Legion of Doom end up hitting a Doomsday device probably about two minutes in. And the ref goes to get Hawk out of the ring. Meanwhile, Billy Gunn ends up hitting Animal with the belts. And they end up getting the win. And not the craziest thing. A little bit of a krabapple between the Legion of Doom here. Hawk and Animal. Animal and Hawk. Yeah. Fighting each other. The Road Warriors. The Road Warriors. Warrioring. <laughs> Warrioring. Yeah. Against each other. Yeah. Well. Well. Not I what are we going to do that. here, man? This is this is unprecedented. JR says he's been around them their whole career and never seen them turn, turn on each other like that. I, I, I can guarantee that that's probably not happened. Someone has to do the last bump. It's definitely always Hawk. Yeah, and you don't think Animal walks in and says, "Who you did don't the think, last?" You don't think that Hawk just has like a couple two tree in the back just for after everybody's done to make it look like the just he's in case being gentleman. Yeah, 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 he's being a gentleman, and he's like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you do it. You're good. Take yeah. that last little half. See here, 
And then I'm going to go and get this the stinky, <laughs> smelly. Yeah, so they Gator were. Gator tail. Yeah. <laughs> they were, uh, they're really going in. I bet Hawk does like, the doctor said I can have one line of cocaine. It's like those girls are like, uh, those moms that are like, doctor, so I only had one glass of wine that like fits the it's whole this, bottle. It's big glass. Yeah, it's just his giant line on the table. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that from uh, him. But these guys are really going at it. It's uh, It continues outside of the ring, even backstage. So maybe the end of... Could be the end of LOD. I don't know where yeah. this is going. Where's Ahmed? He was the one who was going to bring them together. Mm -hmm. You know, he worked with them in Chicago on that. Uh, was it? Was it like? What was it? Was what was it called? Was it a street fight or was it a hard like a hardcore? Uncle Tomhead's cabin. <laughs> Uncle Tomhead's Tom, Tom cabin with the with the, they had the kitchen sink and the fire extinguishers. Yeah, and that was a great match. He even had WrestleMania shoulder pads. Yeah, those. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he looked sick team. with those wrestle with those. Uh, those yeah, he did look good with those on. It, it, everything just looks good old days. Not a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, trust me, I have a couple pair of shoes that I bought off of a catalog. <laughs> and like, they don't. They don't look anything. I can't. I can't pull these off. Yeah. So yeah, Legion of Doom. Uh, where do we go from here? Legion of Doom, Big Beef, Animal and Hawk fighting each other. I don't know what to do here. The only thing, only thing that's going to bring this back is to bring Honky Tonk Man out. But they don't have him. He's <laughs> not there. He's so not. it's just, you know what? We're talking talk about some sense about this. But we do have some hot NWA action and Ken Shamrock action. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett versus Ken Shamrock. And um, let's talk about this match. They, uh, so you got Jim Cornette out there with his tennis racket. He's got his papers. He's got his papers. He's allowed to be got there. his tennis racket. Um, yeah, whatever, a normal match with these guys, you know, I don't know what they're really doing. So they build up this whole NWA thing. Then these guys, even last week, that at least the tag champions retain their titles. Uh, Cornette loses to Owen Hart. So no, still not getting any build up. No. He has this whole, you know, the whole, this whole thing where he comes into WWF with, these videos and how he was screwed. He's going to be something. And then he comes in and he's losing to Owen Hart in a European title match. He is the North American NWA champion by default. Then he does a match with Ken Shamrock. I uh, don't, this was not a title match by any means, but it was just a match. He gets hit in the head with a tennis racket from Jim Cornette inadvertently knocks him out. And Ken Shamrock is the ankle lock. Yeah, hits his own guy. Hits his own guy. The ref sees Ken Shamrock's passed out, or not, sorry, so Jeff Jarrett's passed out while Ken Shamrock has the ankle lock on him and does the arm thing. We don't see the arm thing a lot. It's just one. When they're really out, they do just one. Yeah. No, they, I don't think they've ever done three. When they, and then they dropped it on the third. I don't know if I've ever seen that. No, you know what? Because even remember when Brett... Knocked out Stone Cold from the sharpshooter. He's yeah. passed out. Just one. It's like the same thing. I think it was just one. Yeah. yeah. And then you know he's out. Yeah. This NWA thing is like a lot of, it's a lot of hype. And it's getting no, I'm trying to think of like an analogy of like all the hype that it's just not worth it. It's like um, NWA is like NFTs. Yeah. You know. But <laughs> where it's a little different here is NFTs had like a good run. 
right, for like a month or two, a couple months. Didn't NWA have a good run for like a couple no. weeks? They got Barry Windham. They got these guys, but they never did anything. Yeah. It's like they're, like I said, Vince is bringing them in, making them sound like they're something, and then just burying them. Yeah. Just to make the other organizations look like shit. That's my theory here. But we'll see where they go. Yeah, I guess that's true because um, what other... Did they bring what was in? that monkey NFT? <laughs> Can we talk NFTs? <laughs> <laughs> what was the like monkey? monkey was, there was a monkey one that was like a million dollars. I've had conversations with people that think they know what NFTs are. And the only thing is they always say is like, Okay, so you're in the digital It's on the blockchain, bro, yeah. so it's, it's like, not so fun jump In off. virtual reality, I'm like, okay, for someone that actually spends a lot of time in yeah, virtual yeah. reality, yeah. it's like, it's like, but you want like an art piece for your wall. It's like, they claim it like it's like The Sims or something where you want to buy these art pieces. I'm like, but what's the difference of me like Googling that photo? Can you jerk off to it? Not on the blockchain. No, <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. what's the point? <laughs> I think I blow my load yeah. on it. I don't care what my art in my virtual yeah. world is. Wait, I'm just I'm trying to so get my if you have an NFT, you, you, you know what a tribute is, right? Yeah, a tribute vid? No, like a tribute. Like where <laughs> I think it's like an old saying where you like you tribute like an old porn magazine, you give them the tribute is where you, you jerk you off on. on it. Right? Yeah, yeah. But you can you never use it really ever again because it's all kind of it's usually ruined. So like <laughs> you you do your final tribute to that magazine. You can't tribute an NFT. What if you could? So to really make they it they gotta not, understand NFTs. to make it non fungible, you gotta make it notable. <laughs> you gotta be able to nut virtually on this thing. <laughs> And not be able to use it ever again. We gotta go to that uh, conference in Miami <laughs> in order for it to be non-touchable. We gotta go. It needs to be. What did you say? Nuttable. Yeah. yeah. You got a nut on the. It's like uh, what's those two circles that meet? It's like yeah, nuttable and non-touchable yeah, yeah, yeah. in the middle. Of the right NFT. This is the newest thing. It's the, it's the newest <laughs> NFT right here. This is what yeah. they've been missing this whole time. They want to bring crypto and everything back. Yeah, because crypto's not nuttable. No, you can't nut on crypto. Yeah, you can't nut on crypto. No, I'm not. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> you need to be able to nut on it for it to be legitimate. Mm -hmm. So that's really to me now. I think we figured it out. I was so confused about what non-fungible meant. It's Why don't we start our own coin? Betsy coin. <laughs> Betsy coin will be nutable. <laughs> yeah, but Betsy coin was always nutable. That's... Why? Yeah, yeah. Let me check the archives. I believe it was always <laughs> nutable. Yeah. You yeah. think T.L. Hopper's invented? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know. Come on. He was a plumber. Yeah. This has been so many episodes. I keep <laughs> got to backtrack. I'm like, yeah, of course it was nutable. Yeah, the Betsy on. coin. Yeah. And when the Betsy coin's in the dumps, it's really doing well. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's keep it moving, shall we? Uh, Truth Commission versus DOA. Uh, I believe I was making pasta during this, so I'm going to let you... A uh, lot, lot went on here. Yeah, so we, we get the, we get the boom, 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 of the motorcycles. Of the, <laughs> the beautiful Titan bikes. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. beautiful, beautiful I get a nice little <laughs> shot on the Titan bike logo, purple and gold, like Lakers colors for some reason. Uh, but so you see them first. I'm like, oh well, I'm, you know, we're all hoping it's the it's the buddy class. Who, you know, they they guess they're in Texas. They think it'd be a good spot for them. And they have their license. Then they got their yeah, they got their license. So, uh, but no, you get the truth commission, and you get Kurgan back. The jackals right. there. Jackal. The whole gang's there. Um, in it's a six six man tag, a uh, little back and forth action. Sniper. 
kind of getting his ass beat. Who lost last week? Two weeks in a row, right? No, well, one week was recon, last week was sniped. Okay. So then they, he won't tag Kurgan. And then in the course of the match, Kurgan just grabs him and tags himself in with his, like, grabs, grabs Sniper's arm, tags himself in, gets in there. There's a bit of a krabappel, the, the corner's clear, uh, and Kurgan's getting double teamed by eight ball and skull. And uh, still, it like, no-sells everything. Gets double body slam, just gets up, beats him up. Does a big boot to one of the two, and then the uh, paralyzer. Uh, well, paralyzer. I'm not paralyzed, but I think we'll paralyze you, and then you're standing still. <laughs> like, I want you to. <laughs> and then, so he's out. He gets the dub. <laughs> Truth Commission wins. And then there's just, then Jekyll comes in and he's pissed because, like, Sniper, why the hell wouldn't you tag Kurgan? Uh, yeah. So there's a little Krabappo between the group. So just a lot of, a lot of tensions flaring with, with teams today at this rock. For sure. Uh, Kurgan just paralyzes uh, Sniper and just carries him out yeah, by he, his forehead. He dragged him by the face. Yeah. 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 Crazy. That's, that's, a, that is, that's a good name for a move. Yeah. Like, so if you're a wrestler, even if you're a big guy, whoever yeah. you are, but you know, you you know, you get you're trying to build your character, and they're like, "Oh, what do you want your finisher to be?" Or do you think he chose that, or do you think they're like, "This is what we want your finisher to be"? I think he probably chose that, and then they realized, like, "Well, what do we call it?" It's like, "Well, what does it do?" Yeah. Well, I know I get that, but like, yeah. wouldn't you, if you're grow, grown up wanting to be a wrestler, want to have a really cool finisher instead of just? Yeah. yeah. Also, I, I I think I said this on a couple episodes of the clothesline from hell from Bradshaw, the guy's ginormous. Yeah, but it's still pretty cool. It's a like, an impactful move. I, I guess it's better than you, squeezing someone's head. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Brackus comes and joins. Brackus, I bet he has a good finisher. And maybe he's managed by the honky tonk man to also make more sense out of this. <laughs> Who knows? That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into uh, let's get into this interview because we, as Tom mentioned, we do get to see Shawn Michaels. He's not here. He's not present, but he is close. He is in San Antonio where he resides, and I believe this is at his house. It looks it like a nice that, little penthouse. Saying. He's got a nice little bar area. A um, couple chicks. One of them's China. One of them seems like it's his chick. Um, that's my chick. It's my kid's chick right down the middle. Uh, so he is saying that they want some drama between him and Stone Cold. Um, they're not there this week, and Stone Cold's not there this week either. Right. But it's basically hyping us up for the rest of the road to WrestleMania, which is four weeks, four Raws. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be there at all of them. Owen Hart's going to be there. He's beefing with Triple H. Stone Cold's going to be there. He's beefing with Shawn Michaels. Mike Tyson's going to even be there next week, they yeah. say, in Cleveland, Ohio. So a lot of, lot of good content coming up. Not to mention Triple H says that, you know, he's telling Shawn not even to comment because they just want ratings and clicks and all this other stuff. But he will guarantee that the ratings will skyrocket when they're back. Not to mention, Hunter also plugs the fact that WrestleMania this year will be X-rated. It's my line of the night from Hunter, too. He says, yeah, what does he say after that? Parental advisory is advised, but it'll be fucking ignored. And then he, and then Sean breaks the, breaks the pool. 
and that cue ball went right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, it does show Sean at his house. How bad did he want to show off that bar thing? Because <laughs> he's like behind yeah, at the, the beginning, bar. he's just standing behind a bar, and it's like a it's a corner bar, so it's like right in the corner of a room. Yeah, he's got a bar built, and it's just glass and mirror. Like into the corner with with just liquor bottles. It's and a cool bar, really cool bar. Yeah. And he's just facing away from the camera, and they go up to him, and he turns around and just walks right out of the bar, lifts the lifts the bar. He really wanted to show off that new bar he had. It's I will say, um, for the bar, ten out of ten. Oh yeah, for the inventory and liquor, probably one out of ten. Yeah, well, like it was two bottles of Tinger, right? Yeah, and that was, was a, it. It was a, it was the nineties, man. Nobody knew good spirits back then. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's probably mm -hmm. the I think a lot of rappers were rapping about Bacardi. <laughs> yeah, back uh, then. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. Smirnoff. Yeah, hey, I don't mind Smirnoff. Whatever, dude. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Sonny's going to introduce our next match. I don't know you want me. versus uh, the newest member of the NWA, Barry Windham, who I just mentioned. But also, let's rewind here a second. I said, I know you want me. I know you want a light heavyweight match. What is Taka, the light heavyweight champion, doing versus Barry Windham, who probably weighs 350 pounds? So apparently, Jim Cornette, okay. great manager that he is, realized that Taka Michinoku can't read English. So he had him sign a contract mm -hmm. that had him face Barry Windham to teach him a lesson about Oh, well, learning. that's not right. Yeah, not a very nice thing to do. You so. can't do that. No. That's preying on uh, the vulnerable On the there. Japanese, yeah. Yeah. Is he, because he can't read English, or the squinty eyes couldn't read the font? Mm, I think that's an interesting question. What's worse, would you say? <laughs> I guess uh, maybe he couldn't read English, but then that's on him, right? Yeah, that's on him. But if it's the eye thing, then it's racist, right? Is it? Because there's always fine print. Actually, squinting helps you see better, right? Yeah, I'd be thinking. Yeah, that. so maybe yeah. this giant font. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The red ears are too big. <laughs> All right, so Taka versus Barry Windham, and it's pretty evenly matched here. Taka seems to be holding his own. Then Barry Windham gets a little bit of momentum, and before you know it, it's that Freebird sound. Potentially slow down, because it's got to be Kane. Kane is coming out, and Taka's already laid down in the ring, and as you know... Kane hits that tombstone and the choke slam, and Paul Bear gets on the mic and says that there's one superstar that they're after. I know what you're thinking. Of course, it's the Undertaker. It's no, not. Undertaker's dead. I've been telling you this. Six All right, weeks yes, dead. Now get over it, man. All right, but he's calling Stone out Cold Steve Austin. He's calling out Stone Cold Steve Austin. Next week on Raw. Next week on Raw. Next Monday. On Raw, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kane. This is going to be good. I can't wait. This yeah. might be the best main event we've gotten yet on Raw. Maybe For next not. week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because we don't can see Mark Miro on the uh, main event two weeks in a row. Shit. Mark Miro and Goldust? Every week. That's every all we week. need. Oh, God. 
Goldust, again, I, I know we mentioned a couple episodes where we're like, was Goldust the MVP in this episode? Because, like, when these guys are gone, he has to, like, he's doing everything. And I, we'll I get know, to that. I know when we say, like, you know, in 96, Sean was the MVP of the year. He's the whole reason sure. WWF yeah. still was a thing. I might put the Goldust up for that this year so far because Sean's been out a lot. Stone Cold's in and out. Yeah, um, if Stone know. Cold wasn't in and out, him by a landslide. Yeah, right? yeah. But the fact that, like, unfortunately, there are these Raws that we do We've cover. Got a couple and three that, I mean, we're only in February, and, you know, two eight, or three that he's not in. Goldust is like, he in was it like, three times. Yeah, like, and he was a different character each time. Yeah. Wow. I mean, when you when the roster's weak, he's got to. <laughs> You know, he's got to keep making these characters up. So let's go backstage for a minute and let's uh, let's catch up with the New Age Outlaws, Billy Gunn and Road Dog. And Michael Cole is following them outside because they're ready to leave. And, um, you know, Billy Gunn is kind of ignoring all Michael Cole's questions. Michael Cole is kind of just being a simp here and he's just saying, well, don't you have any remorse for what you did to LOD? You know, they were the, the these great guys and had such a good run, future Hall of Famers, and now they're kind of, you know, they're broken apart. They're vulnerable. They don't care. Yeah, they don't no. give any shits about it. No. And Road Dog's filming himself on the, with his own little camcorder. Yeah, like. what what was the vibe here from these guys? <laughs> were they filming before? I don't know. They were just walking out and filming? Do you think he just got videos and videos of Billy Gunn? Do you remember the movie, Nine Other Teen Movie? Yeah. Where that guy with like the balloon was always filming the whole time? I don't remember that. Okay. Well, if, if you do that. There's a movie you've seen. Dog. Yeah, there's a <laughs> Have you yeah. seen not the other teen movie. movies that they parody? Man. No, just none, none of them. Not another teen movie. I mean, all. Uh, I think I've seen the three scary movies. That's How many a, movies did I say I've seen? You said hundreds, yeah. but you're on, you're on like ten already. Right. I mean, we barely even cracked the surface here. Yeah, I guess you're right. Did you ever see? Um, did you ever see the pacifier? With Vin Diesel? Yeah. I have not. But you knew about it, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I know all Vin Diesel's movies, dude. <laughs> you know, you oh, okay, so I'll, I'll, add, I'll add to Vin Diesel. Maybe you should say it after I'll say what movie. I've seen The Chronicles of Riddick. Really? Yeah. Okay. But and Pitch Black. Oh, and Pitch Black. And Pitch Black. Is he a huge Vin Diesel guy? Yeah. How about Guardians of the Galaxy? No, no, no. no, no. I've heard really good things. Yeah, yeah. You would like those. I watched a guy cry on an airplane watching it. (laughs) Which one? Uh, I don't know. It was some Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but Guardians. Guardians. What did I say? You said Gardens. Oh, Guardians. Yeah. That's a different movie, I think. (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) Indians of the Galaxy, right? The Cleveland Indians of the Galaxy? Guardians, yeah. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Um, they got the first pick in the draft. Did they? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Big baseball. Yeah. <laughs> they have a 2% chance. It's pretty, pretty good odds. Um, so, as we as we were, Robert is the movie buff. So, you clearly know. The movie buff. <laughs> the movie buff. Yeah, I am the movie buff. You name a movie, uh, there's a good chance we could talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> As long as it's under 100. Yeah. 
Vin Diesel movie, though? Yeah. I got you, boo. Any of the scary movies? Yes. <laughs> Mostly, five, isn't there like four? It's all the parody movies I've seen. So it's like, <laughs> oh, you've seen Scream? I've seen the parody with scary movies. That's the, I've seen all the parody movies of the references that I would never understand. I, think now, I just think these are all original <laughs> ideas that these movies came up with, and it's so funny. You know what I, you know I like about scary movie when that girl comes out of the well? <laughs> so creative. Actually, I think I've seen a lot of horror movies, so that might be, I think I've seen at least a good, that might be 25% of my movies that I've seen are horror movies. The other uh, horror movies, Vin Diesel movies, Star Wars movies are. All right, so are we calling? Movie. Are we okay? I think if we don't count sequels, you gotta count sequels. They're movies. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> are you just making rules up? Yeah, you don't count sequels or yeah. movies that are parodies. Well, also, like now, aren't they redoing Charlie and the Chocolate Factory again? No, it's so an origin it's, story. It's, it's an yeah. origin story. It's about a, where Willy Wonka came from. We have an original. It looks thought. like a nice. It looks like a nice holiday movie, man. We should go see it. You want to go Look, see it? If the Jews in Hollywood can't make another movie, I'm going to just yell, Free Palestine for the Rooftops, dude. Get a better movie. What do you think Get it's an about? Original what do you thought? think the Oompa Loompas are? Sorry. What are they? They're the Palestinians. Oh, shit. <laughs> are we a big exposing? <laughs> exposing the, the Matrix? Oompa yeah. Yeah. Podcast. Anyway, uh, Chainsaw Charlie and uh, and uh, Cactus Jack attack the car that Billy Gunn and Road Dog try to leave in. And you can tell it was going to happen because it's not a sweet Pontiac that he was driving. This is actually pretty wild, though. I mean, um, Cactus Jack is, like, smashing the windshield while they're in there. I mean, that can't be safe, right? You know, no. But <laughs> you know what wasn't safe? Pushing them off of the... Titan trying a dumpster. True. They could have died. Yeah, that's true. So this is this is just child's play compared to that. Uh, but we do get an announcement later. Uh, well, I guess the Billy Gunn and Road Dog are able to escape, but we do get an announcement that there will be title match for uh, Mick Foley and Chainsaw Charlie yeah. against the New Age Outlaws. And, and I do remember um, this match pretty vividly, actually. This Big dumpster match, guys. Yeah. So we'll, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a dumpster match. They haven't announced it yet. We got an inside scoop. Yeah, a little, um, little, the, little inside scoop. Scoopity scoopity poop. That, uh, <laughs> it'll be a dumpster match at WrestleMania. So pretty cool. And they did also mention another WrestleMania match, which was what tag team battle royal. Fifteen teams, thirty men in the ring, all at once. I wonder how many um, costumes Gold Dust is going to have to wear. For this, do we have 15 10? I mean, I don't oh, think we do. DOA, DOA, um, the body cost twice, mm -hmm. uh, Nation of Domination, a couple Truth times, Commission. Truth Commission, NWA guys. If you didn't mention, yeah, those. probably Taco uh, will probably be with headbangers, headbangers. Yeah, actually, this is, yeah, probably. I think we just counted yeah. over 15, <laughs> so yeah, we'll be good. Um, let's talk about the MVP again. Gold Dust is coming out, um, as it's Faja. The American Dream. Dusty, Dusty Rhodes. So he does like a, a fake promo video or tribute or something to his dad and then comes out uh, dressed as Dusty Rhodes. And this is actually going to be my line of the night, Tom. Okay. Because King goes, what are we going to call him? Dust Dust. Dust Dust. He was Marilyn Manson Dust. He was Hunter Dust. We're going to call him Dust Dust. Dust Dust. Dusty Dust. Dust. Dust dust. Dust this dust. Is, but he is firsting Bradshaw in this match. Bradshaw does not look happy at all. 
He brings the bull rope with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And you talk about the clothesline from hell. I think we get a pretty good one here. Yeah, we do get a good one here. And to your point, it is a little bit better than the old uh, skull-crushing paralyzer from the interrogator, Kurgan. Uh, Let's move on from that. (laughs) Uh, God, that was very long, too, (laughs) that whole segment. Uh, But we got Steve Blackman, the undefeated Steve Blackman, the martial arts expert, coming to the ring with... His neon nunchuck. He does a pretty sweet nunchuck display beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, it was very nice. I think Steve Blackman would also be one to be like the uh, the guys that are like fire dancers too. You know? Fire dancers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, fire yeah, dancers, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say fired. I thought you were saying fired answers. And I didn't know what that meant. But yeah, fire dancers. That doesn't make sense. No, fire dancers yeah. does. Well, Steve Blackman's going to be versing the rock of the nation of domination. Rocky's here to give revenge. For Farouk losing to Steve Blackman last week. Yeah. So, um, Nunchucks get thrown to the rock in this match, and he goes to use them, but Steve Blackman catches those and hits the rock with it. Ruff doesn't see it, and before you know it, Steve Blackman will get another W here, and he will remain undefeated. Let's go backstage, because I did have a theory that a match would take place last episode. You did. I said, I think Luna Vachon is going to versus Sable. Maybe we will get our first women's match here on Raw. And before you know it, Kevin Kelly interviewing Luna as she is taping up her hands. And the promo here from Luna, very good, reminds me of Hawk uh, from the Legion of Doom. And do I, do I dare just put it here? Sure, you can put All it right, there. Yeah, let's. Um, Got nothing better to do than put it there. <laughs> yeah. We'll put it right here. I am standing back here, calm, cool, and collective, just a time bomb of insanity, waiting for the luscious sable to make her grand appearance. I am the one that is going to take her Estee Lauder face and rearrange it into an Andy Warhol original. I am the vandal on your mind. And from this point on, I will be on you like maggots on roadkill. Stinky, smelly, protruding boobies. Is that what she says? I don't know what she says. Something like that. Um, So, do you think... I'm still putting it in. Oh, well, you know, but you can edit it. I didn't get it in. What are you, just putting it over what I'm saying (laughs) right now? No. Okay. We'll put it here. 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 No, you put it it before. I'm going to ask you questions about it now. Okay. What do you think... And, and it seems like an easy answer right now. Yeah. It's going to be the first women's match we see. Oh, that's a very good question. Um, I, I feel like it has to be maybe Sable Luna WrestleMania. Yeah, that could be. Do you think it'll be a regular match? I, I think I it's going to be a tag match between, um, I think maybe Goldust and Mero will fade out and maybe they'll have a tag match. I don't know if it's at WrestleMania. Oh, mixed, mixed I don't tag, think it'll be a single tag. match, it but it could be a mixed, mixed tag. tag. Yeah. And then they're okay. going to explain the rules over 
over and over again that uh, they have to tag the chicks. In I don't or know something. if that was a rule back then, though. Well, but it would have to then, be because yeah. Mark Merrow. Well, see, Mark Merrow wouldn't be as good because he can't punch him in the dick, and that's like his main move these days. Well, chink in the armor, chink in the armor. So I also, so I, I guess there's really no other candidates for a match besides China versus Luna or something. Yeah, I, I guess so. But I don't see China actually getting into a match at least till after WrestleMania, probably by at least a month or two. So I, I mean, I actually do not know what a, a first. We're talking about chicks match period or like singles match. Nah, well, I was thinking singles, but I'll give you chips. chips sure, period. chips least... period. I think. Uh, once in a month, yeah. we'll have one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chicks here. <laughs> uh, let's move on to our second uh, title match. Or is this our third? Uh, this is the second of three. Okay, so our second, which will be the Quebecers. It's not right, though, what you're saying. The NWA. It's the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, yes, yeah, with NWA. My apologies. Yeah, the Rock and Roll Express, the NWA tag title holders, Versus the Headbangers, and I know that we've seen this before, yeah, and they year. had the NWA ref just kind of blow this here. So. Well, he didn't blow it. It was an NWA rule. Okay. You can't throw the guys over the road. True. All right, so game. are we just going to get the same thing here again, or what? No, no. Well, I mean, you could if he was the ref, and he looks like he's going to be, but we get Commissioner Slaughter to come out. Where the hell has he been? And he has been in the back, I guess, because everything's been running so well of late. <laughs> That he didn't need to come out and stop anything. Probably just because DX hasn't been around. So he tells the NWA ref, you're out. You're out of here, you maggot. And he gets his own ref in there with WWF rules. Okay. Um, so let's get this match started. Uh, towards the end, Cornette ends up hitting Thrasher with the racket. Ref doesn't see it. However, Thrasher ends up falling. Right on top of one of the Rock and Roll Express guys. And they actually get the W, the headbangers of the NWA and Tag Team no Champions. NWA Tag Team Champions of the World! Mosh and Thrasher, the headbangers. Yeah, they run through the crowd, big pop, and also, let's just add to what we were talking about with NWA. Well, we missed this it earlier, I think. Did we Jim, not mention that, Jim, that Jeff Jarrett said him and Jim Cornette need to part ways? Oh, I don't know if we mentioned that, but yeah. When when they had that issue, um, I can't I can't imagine Barry Windham's. Well, nothing really bad happened for him. He got out of there. So him and Barry He's Windham might be the only one with. <laughs> but now the Rock and Roll Express are like, well, what the hell? You cost us the titles. Yeah. He's so doing I, more I hard than good doing here. Cornette is screwing the NWA. If I was Jim Cornette, this is what I'd do. This is part ways completely with everybody. With you everybody? still got Barry Windham. Yeah, you got Barry Windham. Bring back the stalker. Bring back the stalker, man. Yes, that is what we need to do. Yeah. Because you can do blackface as long as there's a little bit of green for camo. Camo. If it's night, I mean... Yeah. Speaking of title matches, let's get another one of the books. Another one. The EU European title holder, Owen Hart. Lowy. Versus the marvelous Mark Merrill. This match is starting, and before you know it, you probably guessed it. Sable's fine ass is coming out. Her ass isn't that great. But you meant she's just fine in general. She's fine. Her fine yeah. front. She's very fine front. Yeah. Her front, fine front is coming out. She's yeah. got a fine front. Her front is fine. Yeah. And she's wearing a great leather outfit. 
Her front looks great. Front yeah, front cans front. are good. Cans are good. Um, during Hot the match, rock. though, Mark Miro just pushes the ref because he's trying to break some stuff up. Miro ends up hitting a low blow, and Miro um, gets locked in the sharpshooter from Owen Hart, and the ref comes over and goes, don't don't worry about a submission. Don't even bother, <laughs> little Owen. This was a DQ a long he time ago. Me. Yeah, like yeah, five minutes ago, I was going to end it. <laughs> I just, my, my dick hurt so much that I couldn't. So, but now I'm okay enough to say no, no disqualification. Yeah, so. So, <laughs> so dumb. So, oh, it just retains again. Um, but Luna, Bashan, remember she was wrapping up those hands, giving that great promo. She comes out. There's a big kerbapple. Uh, Goldust is there to kind of intervene. And Mark Marrow ends up assaulting Goldust. So those tag team partners are now another feud in this mix, just like the Legion of Doom. And Sable gets on the mic and says, Luna, get back out here, you bitch. And it ends the episode on the bitch word. What do you think the likelihood of seeing Miro Dust is? Nice week. 99.9%? Miro? Him and, him oh, and Luna come out as Sable and, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, I'm going to be conservative here and say 90%. Oh, okay, all right. I well, I'm excited for Miro Dust. I'm on board. Who knows? There might be so much good stuff with Sean and uh, Austin and uh, Mike Tyson. I mean, this is, this is where this is going to be the real shift in ratings, I think, in the WCW, WWF world. I think it may have happened already, but then... I think I've seen an interview with, with Kevin Nash where he says, when I knew it was over for us, it's like at that WrestleMania where they had Mike Tyson and everybody was talking about it. And it was just like... Yeah, kind of kind of can't compete with that. Especially if you don't even... If you were like on the fence with wrestling and, you know, Mike Tyson was such a big uh, professional athlete at the time for him to show up and do that. It's got to be big, regardless of if you're a wrestling fan or not. But yeah, I mean, from what it looks like leading up to WrestleMania, that road to WrestleMania has to be phenomenal. So we were just at the, we unfortunately had to squeak out these two very mediocre Raws. But hey, we're we're in, heading in the right direction. Yeah. Um. So you want to take us out with the song from your favorite movie, The Pacifier, with Vin Diesel. <laughs> I'm the pacifier. I'm gonna take care of you, cause I'm the babysitter. With the pacifier. What? Hold on, let's stop. Good way to go out. Maybe I'll end it here. But what is the premise of that movie? I think he's a babysitter, or he's a bodyguard for. Was he like a bodyguard? That's like, you're done here, Vince. This is all I got. Uh, You're no longer on the body. <laughs> the bodyguard body team. team's like, this is all I got, family. And he's family, like, yeah. he's going through like the paper circling things, and it's like, I, oh, if you need a job, someone needs a babysitter. And it's like, that's what I think it is. I was basically bodyguard with bodyguard. my biceps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's basically bodyguard work. Um, <laughs> it's basically bodyguard. That's what babysitting yeah, is. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna look this up and we'll see what um, what the plot is here. Oh yeah, this is great. Elite Navy SEAL Can Shane I, Wolf. Before before I see the cover yeah. of the thing. Okay. Can I imagine what it is? Yeah. I bet he has 
Is it, can I ask, is it multiple children or just one? In the, in the, on the cover? Hmm? Both questions. Does I he babysit multiple? I haven't seen the movie, but it looks okay, like can you it's, tell it looks my, like it's more than one from Okay. There. Can I imagine that he's got the baby in like one of those vesting? Either way, he's definitely has like a, either a white V-neck or a black V-neck, right? <laughs> and then maybe he's holding the baby and the baby has the pacifier or maybe he does. So... You were right. He's in the carrying thing. There's two kids in the carrying thing. Is that a white V-neck? He's, he's got a white V-neck on. There's a diaper bag. There's a duck for some reason. And then some older kids that stand around him. You'll put it here, I'm sure. And then oh, there's also this? this one. It's oh. like a bulletproof vest with a bunch of milk jugs. See, I was thinking milk. like a bulletproof vest with a baby in it. I was thinking either, yeah, wife beater or, you know, the, the classic white V-neck. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking for that. Holy shit. So... Here's the premise, and it is exactly what you said. So I'm pretty sure you've seen. This I movie. swear to God, I've no. I, elite, it's just it's just so predictable. Elite Navy Seal Shane Wolf okay, can so handle just about anything thrown his way, but even the best have their limits. When he fails to keep scientist Howard Plummer safe from assassination, Wolf has a shot at redemption by being assigned to protect Plummer's five children, including rebellious Zoe, Seth, and Clingy Lulu. Oh, yeah. More than a handful, these kids and their pet duck are pushing this season warrior to the edge. What do you say? Should we go watch the pacifier right now? <laughs> I guarantee they remake this movie. <laughs> I guarantee. The pacifier. Who, who the fuck is pitching this? Dude, it was the early 2000s, man. Anything could get made back then. Uh, can we do another cheaper by the dozen? This is basically that. <laughs> yeah. It's You're like, right. yo, let's do a cheaper by the dozen with Vin Diesel. Nah, man, I got a better idea. Because you know how. Tell them about about the duck. Do you know about how, like, pacifiers mean, like, uh, it's like the thing that can suck on, but also it means, like, a pacifist, like, you're trying to protect people. It's peaceful. But they got a pet duck. Oh, I'm sold. Let's do it. Million dollar deal. Million dollar deal. Hey, new guy's got some ideas, doesn't he? Yeah, you tell him about the duck. Holy what shit. is everybody? You know Triple X? That guy, but he's a babysitter. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. What was it rated? Not 13, right? Just regular PG? I think it's G, dude. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think they tell you that. The, they don't even swear, but he just goes, I'm not ducking around. <laughs> <laughs> Duck you, bro. Yeah. And then more things explode, and he drives a fucking Hellcat off of the Empire State Building or it's something. It's all about family. All right, that should do it for the episode. Stay tuned. I promise we got plenty of good Raws coming out. And um, maybe a women's singles match. Maybe uh, Gold Dust doing a little bit of Meryl Dust uh, coming up here in the next episode or two. Till then, good night. And God bless wrestling.